It's time for 90 Miles from Needles, the Desert Protection Podcast, with your hosts, Chris Clark and Alicia Pike. Hey, welcome to a special episode of 90 Miles from Needles, the Desert Protection Podcast. This is Chris Clark. There was an announcement yesterday, January 17th, 2023, on the email list of the Desert Fishes Council that renowned fisheries biologist Phil Peaster had died a few days ago. Phil lived to a ripe old age, and that long life was filled with study of many different species of fish in the desert, including the Owens pupfish, which wouldn't be around today if it wasn't for him. Phil is responsible for inculcating appreciation of desert fishes in quite a few generations of people, not only fisheries biologists or biologists in general, but just people who are infatuated with the natural world, as he was. We featured a brief segment of an interview with Phil Puster in our episode last year, put out on April 1 of 2022, in which we interviewed Susan Sorrells of Shoshone, California, and Mason Vale of Las Vegas, Nevada, about the Shoshone pupfish and its history. And in that episode, we shared Phil talking about one of my favorite moments in the entire history of conservation of the deserts, in which he, faced with an emergency situation, responded in rather heroic fashion with a couple of buckets. I thought it was appropriate to excerpt that section of that episode and bring it to you again. So here from our episode seven of season one, entitled, This Desert Fish Was Declared Extinct, Now It Thrives, a sort of parenthetical at the time excerpt from a Bancroft Library at UC Berkeley interview with fisheries biologist Phil Peaster, who passed this month in January 2023. Let's break away for just a minute here and talk about Phil Peaster, who worked as a fisheries biologist for the agency then known as the California Department of Fish and Game. It is now the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Peaster is still around, still active in the Desert Fishes Council, which he founded back half a century ago, 1969, when Peaster was 40. He was working with some colleagues on the last remaining population of a related pupfish, Ciprinodon radiosus the Owens pupfish, which is endemic to the Owens River and its associated wetlands, found only there and nowhere else. He and his colleagues had placed the pupfish in a holding pond where they would be safe from predation by introduced bass. And then this one particular day in August 1969 was especially hot, and there was a lot of vegetation ringing the pond. It had been a wet winter, and the vegetation had grown abundantly, with lots of roots sucking lots of water out of the ground, and they realized that that pond that they'd put the Owens pupfish in was likely to dry out. So they raced to the pond, and indeed the pond was very low. They caught all the fish, moved them to a second pond nearby that had deeper water in it, and then Peaster suggested that his friends go into town, grab something to eat, said he'd meet them there later, was getting ready to go. But it turned out that second pond had extremely low levels of dissolved oxygen, which fish need to survive. And we'll let Peaster take the storytelling from here. From an interview with the Oral History Project of the Bancroft Library at UC Berkeley, 
Well, just by some lucky circumstance, I thought, you know, we put a lot of effort into it. Better check and make sure the fish are okay. So I went over and uh, checked the, the cages where he had these fish in, and they were starting to die. And this last group of the entire remaining species. So I got my buckets from the truck, came back, and got the live fish. And they were they were they were stressed. You can tell when a fish is not in good shape, it turns over on its back. And so the truck was probably about a quarter mile anyway. And the bucket's in the dark and no lights or anything. This was a traumatic thing, really, because I was keenly aware of the fact that these fish were nearly gone. I knew this was the only place that they existed anywhere. And I had the only fish in these buckets. Mm -hmm. And if something had gone wrong, if I tripped, and these fish, the species would be extinct now. It was just that, that ragged edge of extinction. The story of Peaster as a relatively young man carrying buckets full of every last individual of an entire species across uneven terrain in the dark, terrified that if he slipped or stepped in a gopher hole or had some other mishap that there would be an extinction on his conscience and nonetheless making it to the truck, saving the fish, which still survive to this day, is a story of the kind of quiet heroism that I think a lot of us could emulate. It's one of my favorite stories that comes out of the California conservation movement, and I'm glad to share it here again, with thanks to the Bancroft Library for the use of their material. So here we are in January 2023, and we have lost Phil. But I gotta say, may we all live lives that are that full of purpose and that effective and that closely intertwined with the natural world. Thank you, Phil, for everything you've done. And thanks to the Desert Fishes Council for letting us know. <laughs>